0: Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora.
1: Hello, I am Carly Byram. I'm the Communication Director at Redemption Church and the producer of the Power of the Word broadcast. I'm here today with Pastor Nora King. Hello. Hi. Hi author of 30 Days to a Better Prayer Life and the latest book, Overcoming in Difficult Times. I'm
2: so excited to get to talk today. Well, I'm really excited about this. And you know, I've gone through so many challenging times in many ways. And so I've learned a lot of things and I'm glad to be able to share them.
1: So tell us more about this new book. Why this topic and why this time?
2: Well, I think that there are so many things Um that go on in our life just on a day-to-day normal basis. And then there are just events even in the world that come up that we need to know how to deal with difficulty. And you can be destroyed through times of difficulty or you can overcome. And um, that's why I chose the name of that book, Overcoming in Difficult Times, because you don't have to be... um, you know, just destroyed when things happen in your life. God has made provision for us that we can come out of those things and win, win in life. That's so
1: encouraging. So what do you hope readers will gain from this book?
2: I hope that they will gain strength and courage and see that, They're not the only ones that go through just very trying times. And I I know that we probably realize that, uh, each of us would. But sometimes when you are going through uh, a challenging time, you feel isolated, you feel alone, in the middle of the mess, whatever it may be. And um, I just want people to be able uh, to see from the scripture that God cares about where they are, what's going on, and He d- does not leave them in that predicament.
1: So you mentioned that you've gone through some difficult times. How has God brought you through
2: and, and helped you overcome? Well, I have found, you know, I've been through many um, ministry difficulties uh, both uh, Eddie and I in ministry and the things we've had to face. And then I've gone through um, many difficulties with people in counseling and that kind of thing. So I feel like I've learned a lot. And then in my own personal life, uh, I have um, been to the point of devastation. Uh, Didn't know if I could really keep going And God is faithful, His Word is true, and He has been there for me every step of the way.
1: Let's talk a little bit more about that. You mentioned some of the things that you've learned in the difficult times. Can you talk just a little bit more about those
2: things you've learned? Well, I have learned that we need to trust God with all of our heart. And you know that word trust, trust the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. The word trust is really a wrestling term if you look at that, and it means to throw down fears, um, discouragement, doubt, all those things that come against us when we face challenges in life. And um, so I've learned you have to trust the Lord. I've learned that you have to lean on Him. Lean not to your own understanding, but lean on Him. He has a strong arm, and He can hold you up in the storms of life. And the wisdom of the Word helps us navigate through the storms of life. And so I deal with a lot of that in the book. And it, it, it'll be helpful, I know, for everyone. Well, I know. I got to read it, and it was
1: so encouraging to me because everyone goes through some type of difficulty, right. no matter the
2: scale, something. Exactly. And it, it's really a map it, to it, get through it. It really is. And you, know, uh, you can face things that are so overwhelming that you do despair, like I was talking about in my own life, or... You know, maybe not to that degree. Maybe you haven't, but whatever the case may be, you can relate to um, to what I've written in this book.
1: So, when you're facing a difficult time, it can be very overwhelming. It can almost be paralyzing to not know what to do and where to go. If there's someone that's listening to us right now that is in the middle of that difficult time, what would you what would you share with them?
2: Um, well, I think I would just say that um, don't give up, don't quit, and don't lose heart. Uh, And look to the Lord, and look to your brothers and sisters in Christ. I think that is a real key. Now we know to look to the Lord for sure, look to His Word, His promises, and that. Uh, But I I really feel like a key in our life uh, to overcoming is our connection with other brothers and sisters in Christ and getting them to stand with you and getting them to pray with you and support you. Because I know in my own life, there were times where I didn't feel like I could pray. I didn't feel like I could. And I knew that people were praying for me because they loved me and they cared for me and that sustained me and God used them to carry me through. So that's an important thing.
1: So on that similar note, being at a point of, I mean, really brokenness and needing others to kind of hold your arms up and support you, that requires you to be vulnerable. Yes. It requires you to trust mm-hmm. others and God. So if somebody was listening and they have been hurt in some way, we don't know the details, and they just don't feel like they can trust, they're mm-hmm. having a hard time trusting others, let alone God. Mm-hmm. What would you say is like
2: the first step you need to take to trust again? It's called you walk by faith, and you may feel uh, that you can't trust people, but there has to be one person in your life. It doesn't have to be, to be a group; it can be one person. Find one person that, and it may be um, you know um, a pastor or pastoral staff. Or a leader in the church, or someone that you know that is uh, a partner in prayer, uh, and uh, and seek their attention and seek their prayer. I, I would say start there, and but but the the walk that we're in, it, you have to rely on the Lord, and you have to rely on his promises that he's given you. That's gonna be, I mean, that's key. Uh, It really is. And when we walk by faith, I I tell the story in the book. Uh, When I was a a child, I always went to uh, camp every summer and I enjoyed that. And uh, so it, it never failed. Each year I would go to camp, I couldn't swim and they would try to teach me to swim. You know, okay. That sounds like a good idea. (laughs) Yes, I needed to know how to swim. Uh, But I was terrified of the water. I had such fear and I couldn't trust that counselor. You know, it, it was like I'm stuck up against the side of the pool. And uh, they're saying, no, just come to me, you know I'll I'll hold you up, I'll help you. you know, but I just could not push myself away from that wall to get out there. And I think many people in life are in that position. they're terrified, they're up against the wall, if you will, and can't launch out, even though the Lord is right there to help you and and even other people that love you and that are Christian people that care about you, they're there, to help and support you, but you got to launch on out, you Take know, that
1: first step.
2: Yes. Wow. I love that story. Mm-hmm. That's a great visual for what it
1: means to trust. Yes. That's great. So in your book, this is one of my favorite quotes from the book that you shared. It says, when fear tries to crush you, deliberately trust the Lord. I love that thought mm-hmm. of deliberately trusting yes. God. Um, how do we do that? How do we deliberately trust the Lord?
2: Well, I think it goes back. I was talking just a little bit earlier about the the word trust and the wrestling term. I think that you have to push all the things out of the way that stop you from getting out of your predicament and out of the situation that you're in. You have to push it out of the way. There's got to be in you something that rises up to say, you know, I'm not going to stay here. I'm not going to be in this position and you launch on out, you know, you launch out.
1: In the difficult times that you've faced, what are some things that you found fed your faith during those times? And maybe even in the the not as difficult times, but Mm -hmm. what has fed your faith?
2: Um, I think to me, of course, reading your Bible is a great way um, to fortify and increase your faith. That's for sure. But just as I was saying, sometimes when the difficulties are so dramatic in your life, um, you can't even pray for yourself. Well, sometimes you, you can't even read, if you know what I'm saying, the Scriptures. You can read the words, but you're so wounded, you're so hurt, that for some reason, it's just not getting where it needs to. So what I do, and I have learned, is I will find a minister, a preacher... That really feeds my faith that's talking about faith and encouragement and winning in life and that kind of thing and I will listen to that and if I have to listen to it over and over and over again I will do that because it uh, like the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God so if you've got a, a, a preacher or a teacher that teaches the Word of God faith is coming to you and I don't care how long Uh, You have to listen uh, over and over again. You just do it. I remember years ago, there was someone in the church that came to me, and they said that they had given one of my messages um, to uh, a relative that lived out of state. And they were, I think it was, they were dealing with depression. They were losing a lot of weight. They were just tormented by evil spirits, really. And so um, they gave this message to this person. I think it was actually a young woman. And they listened to the message over and over again. And they get finished and they go back and listen to it again. And a period of time went by and that person was totally set free from those bondages that was in their life, and so it brings, um, you know, this preaching of the word. Now, if you're just preaching good stories and there's no word to it, I'm not saying that that would work. But someone that knows the Bible and that teaches the principles that we find in the Bible, it will push out all of the things that come against us to stop us from going forward from. The challenges and difficult times that we've faced. That's great. I know in my life,
1: I've when I'm facing certain difficulties, I've even like had messages going when I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, just have them playing. Yes, and just let them just soak into my spirit. You know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, I that's think great. That's very
2: powerful. Great
1: way. So in the book, you share several promises of God's protection, and you talk about being aware of God's protection in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, In the middle of difficulties, maybe stressful times, how can we rest and just find that rest in God's protection for us?
2: Well, I think it's just like our relationship with the Lord and being born again. We can't see anything there. We don't have assurance through anything that we see that we have salvation and we've been redeemed and washed in the blood of Jesus. Well, this it's it's true in those situations too. We have to depend on the Lord and keep Him in our focus and keep Him and His Word before us and those promises, the exceeding great and precious promises of God, and Carly, they are precious to me. God's Word is precious to me, and I use that to go through. What role would you say prayer plays in overcoming difficult times? Um, I think prayer plays a significant role uh, in overcoming in the challenges that we face in life. And prayer is really a communion, communication with the Lord. That's really what it means. And as you pour out your heart to the Lord, and Psalms tells us, pour out your heart to the Lord, all you people. And so we have that opportunity in prayer, in our communication with God, to pour out our hearts before Him and to think that He wouldn't, give back to you during that time. Of course, He sees your hurt. He sees your pain, and He wants to minister to you, and He will. And He'll uh, enforce His love. He'll let you Sense that love. He'll pour out comfort and peace, all those things that we need so badly so that we can bounce back from the difficulties that we face in life. And then also, and it's a part of prayer, is praise and worship. We need to praise the Lord. We need to worship the Lord. Some people think that the only time you praise or worship is when you're in the collective body in, in a church. And that's a great time. But you can worship God uh, in your own private prayer time. And that is very important. I found that uh, in one particular time in my life uh, when I couldn't really utter a lot of prayers to God, uh, although I know He saw my heart and He knew the pain uh, that I was in, that I would just lift my hands to the Lord and and worship Him. And I seemed to find relief and release from the things that that I was facing. So prayer is very important vital. Well, I'm sure God honors that. Yes, you know, I think so. If you so. have
1: nothing else to give, if that's if that's what you
2: have, yes,
1: a give something. Mm-hmm. Just lift your hands, exactly. even if you don't have words to say like mm-hmm. you're talking about. Yes. So on a similar note to prayer, if somebody were in a tough situation and they just are having a hard time hearing God, they're they're wanting guidance and direction,
2: but they feel like they can't hear Him, what would you say to them? Uh, in a case like that, um, I would think the the way to go about that is praying in the spirit, using your spiritual language because it sensitizes your spirit. And um, many times when you're in pain, you've been wounded, you're hurting, um, your, your heart is raw. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really is, and so you need the ability to be able to sensitize yourself again and so i feel like praying in the holy spirit uh, is a key to that
1: in the book you share about being spiritually recharged when your battery is
2: maybe empty you Mm -hmm. know spiritually how can we be recharged Well, I think um, we need to realize that we're in that condition, first of all. If you remember in the book of Revelation, it was talking to a group of people that uh, loved the Lord, worked really hard. But he said, I have something against you because you've lost your first love. And so sometimes we're working hard, doing all these things. We run up to the times that we face, the difficulty, um, and, and we're just... Left, You know, we're left depleted, if you will. And so um, we need to know that we can recharge our spirits and recharge our batteries, uh, if you will, spiritual batteries, so to speak. And there are indicators, again, in your life, um, you know, when you are facing um, those things, and uh, your life is uh, at a point where, you know, you just don't have the fire, the enthusiasm, and all those things. And if you look at your life, there, there's indicators there that this may be going on. You know, sometimes you just, um, you just feel like you want to quit. You want to give up. You lose heart, you know, and all those things. But in the middle of that, as you seek the Lord— And as you go after him and after his presence, and just obey the book. You just start with simple things. Just obey the book. And we all can grow weary. We all can, um, you know, get to a place to where we want to faint. But um, we don't have to give up. We can keep on keeping on, so to speak. So when
1: you're in a point where you just feel like giving up, kind of what you're mentioning when it's just, you just feel exhausted, just tired. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've just experienced a situation or maybe you've been in it for a long time and it Mm -hmm. feels like it's not gonna end. Mm -hmm. How do you find strength? What have been sources of strength for you in your difficulties?
2: Well, I think you do the things that you know to do. And of course that is what we've talked about here. You pray, uh, you read the word of God, You listen to messages that reinforce your faith. And you do things like that to be able to bounce back. So as we wrap up,
1: is there anything else that you want to share with the people that are listening on the topic of difficult
2: times, um, if they're experiencing that? Just any final thoughts? Um, I think what I would mention here is understand that spiritual attacks come to bring difficulties into our life. The devil has strategies, and he has plans to really take us out, take us down, thwart our forward progress in God, and to stop all of that. So recognizing that, Carly, I read uh, somewhere that uh, so-called Christians, 60% of them did not believe that the devil existed. And so if you don't believe that the devil exists, then you are in trouble because he's attacking anyway. And so in the book, I talk about how to deal with these attacks. So I I really believe that we touch on some uh, information that will be freeing and that will help people with their lives. I really do. When I read it, it was so encouraging. And powerful for me.
1: And again, I really just feel like it was a playbook for how to overcome the difficulties that everyone faces in their lives yes. in some way or another. There is a way out. There is a way to overcome. And I just thought it was so encouraging. So Praise God. thank you for talking mm-hmm. with us. Today. So glad I'm to be Really here. blessed. It went by so fast. Yes. It, was, it was so great to get to talk. So if you would like to find out more about Pastor Nora's latest book, Overcoming in Difficult Times, you can go to poweroftheword.com. And we just wanna thank you for me and Pastor Nora. Thank you so much for being with us today.
0: We've really enjoyed it. When you face tough situations, do not give up. God is with you. Bad things can happen to good people and we do not always understand why. In her new book, Overcoming in Difficult Times, Pastor Nora King brings understanding about how to overcome some of life's most difficult circumstances. Through her own experiences and biblical insight, Pastor Nora shares how to find help in troubled times through God's Word and holding tight to His promises. I just want people
2: to be able to Uh, to see from the Scripture that God cares about where they are, what's going on, and He does not leave them in that predicament.
0: To get Pastor Nora King's latest book for $12, visit us at PowerOfTheWord.com or call us at 800-956-4433. You are not alone in your struggles. God is with you and He will help you overcome. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.